Happy new episode Monday, Cinnabishes. It's August 24, 2020, and it's time for a new episode of The Cinnaboys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting series of the Cineboys. We're going to start a new, uh, a new, what, what is it called? Series, new category, new, I don't know. No one's ever but We're going to try something before. new, and we'll do it, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it, I'm sure, but we're going to do this, what's called our Mount Rushmore of Actors. And we're going to do it decade by decade, but this, for this uh, series, this chunk of it, we're just going to do 70s actors. So, essentially what we're going to do... Uh, we're gonna go Cineboy to Cineboy and explain the four actors or actresses who would make up our Mount Rushmore of 70s actors. So this is not necessarily a popularity contest or picking who we think is best. We're simply picking the thespians of that decade who we think would basically most embody the area with their the era, excuse me, with their acting performances. Mm. This isn't a draft either, so we are allowed to have the same picks for actors and actresses, so don't feel like you have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. And then once we have all had a chance to say who our four uh, Mount Rushmore actors, actresses are, we'll kind of come up with our, you know, collective, meaning that, you know, I'm sure we're going to have some overlap, positive that the actors that show up the most are going to be the ones that make our, our complete Cineboys Mount Rushmore. Guys, as we go through this, you know, feel free to explain slash defend your picks. And also, more importantly, be sure to criticize each other's picks very harshly. Because be. that is Will fun. Be. Does anybody have any questions? Uh, did you... Are we allowed to have, like, if someone picks one that we were going to put, is that fine? Yeah. Okay. I said, like I said, it's not a draft. Okay. Um, okay. You're allowed to pick the same actors, actresses. Because, like I said, I think there's going to be a lot of overlap. Um, which is fine. Okay. And, you know, there may not be... And uh, I just, if there isn't, if you think somebody picks something that's dumb, I want you to say it. I want you to tell them that it's dumb. Are we all on the same page there? Sure. I can't wait. Okay, good, 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 good. All right. Well, I think, uh, you know, just to get us started, I'll go first and kind of put my, my Mount Rushmore together for you guys. Feel free to interrupt me or tell me I'm wrong. But I know I'm not. Like, I think these are the four... Um, thespians who best make up the 70s so the first one i had who's your lincoln tell me your lincoln oh uh i don't know all i know is that i don't know where they're like positioned on there so i'm just gonna go wait so who wait who are the presidents it's lincoln lincoln washington and jefferson and right. then they're gonna put so. Trump right. up there, right? Probably. Yes. They're, I heard they started president. sandblasting the other day. So yeah. Right. Right. Good call. Good call. Anyways, so here's who I would have as my Mount Rushmore. So the first one is uh, I think probably one that's I would bet it's on all of ours. But I would say Al Pacino was gonna be on my Mount Rushmore of '70s actors, like all the movies he was in back then especially like godfather movies mm-hmm. um and then things like dog day afternoon and serpico and i just think not only was he like probably the best actor in the 70s i think he's maybe the best actor of all time whoa so i think it just makes sense whoa. that the decade where he was most prominent he would be on that mount rushmore 
Kevin, you don't think he's one of the greatest actors of all time? No, I to say the greatest actor of all time, that's a real debate. That's what you said, so that's why I was... Whoa. No, well, well, that's how I feel. And feelings are more important than facts. True. We know that's true. The other actor that I have on mine is my number two. Also kind of the same. He's been around forever. He's still around. Yeah, it might have gotten into some Me Too trouble, so maybe I shouldn't have him on here. But I put Dustin Hoffman. He for sure got into Me Too second. trouble, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he did something Which weird. is not great. So I actually removed him because of that reason. He's off my big board. I thought about it, and the reason why was just because, like, if we're just going to talk about who at the time was, like, the embodiment of film as far as acting goes, like, even with that stuff, like, he was. Like, you can't really take that away. I get it, though. I understand why you may not feel comfortable putting him on there. But I put him on there, like... Yeah. I'm okay with that. I've, I'm at peace with that decision. Cool. Talk about a movie that hasn't aged well. Tootsie. Yikes. Yeah. Wasn't Tootsie 80s? Oh, was it? Like it? 1980. I, I think so. Oh, okay. So a little late. Still. Not aged well. But still. <laughs> still. Still. Yeah. Not great. Um, so then that brings me to my third. And I bet I'm the only person on here who had the courage to put a woman on their Mount Rushmore. Bet you're wrong, but go ahead. I put Diane Keaton. Ooh. Yep, she's the good one. If you're you're going that direction, I think. She was in Godfather films. She was also in a lot of Woody Allen films. And Woody Allen made a lot of movies in the 70s, a lot of popular movies, Oscar winning movies. I mean, Annie Hall. Um, Yeah. Right. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mob? So when you're positioning these on the Mount Rushmore, Dustin Hoffman on one side. Diane. <laughs> That's how you get away from this. <laughs> okay. Keep them far apart. It's not a bad idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then my last pick, not necessarily an award-winning actor, but you can't say 70s acting movies oh without we go. Burt Reynolds. Yep. Okay, okay. Yeah. Smokey and Bandit, like Longest it. Yard, not the Adam Sandler one. With all the wrestlers. But yeah, so that's mine. That's mine. I got Pacino, I got Dustin Hoffman, Diane Keaton, and Burt Reynolds. That's who I have for my Mount Rushmore. Get at me. I respect it. I respect it. Does anybody have any thoughts on mine? I mean, Burt Reynolds feels like you could have gone a different direction if you wanted to, but I, I get it. He I was he was around a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, he was just like, just a man. He was the man in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I kind of did the wasn't same necessarily thing. the most decorated award-winning actor, but at the same time, he like, was a big deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. very big deal. I feel like he really embodied the era of the '70s as far as acting goes. I can't wait to see if anyone has the balls to pick Gene Hackman. Well, that's it for mine, Mob. How about you go next? No, I'd like to go last. What? Okay, Mob, you'll go last. Thank Tom, you. let's go with you. Who who do you have? All right. Uh, let's see. Basically what I did, I just made a long list because I feel like there's a lot of actors and actresses you could put as Mount Rushmore 70s actors. But yeah, number one on my list is definitely Burt Reynolds. Uh, yeah, same reasoning. Like, he was the epitome of like 70s like male actor, whatever you want to call it. And then I'm going to also put um, Sidney Poitier. Okay. Oh, wow. I feel like 
maybe more in the '60s, but I feel like he was still doing a lot of movies in the '70s and was a pretty. He big started to get recognized deal. in the '70s, yeah. which was yeah. And, what a classy uh, pick! Yeah, thanks. I feel like he's a he's just a great actor. And then I will also put. Oh gosh, I made I made too long of a list here. What does your heart tell you? Don't worry about don't worry about lists. Where's your heart at, bro? My heart tells me I feel like I gotta put Clint Eastwood on there as well. Clint. I like it. And then I I, I, I thought about putting Eastwood on mine as well, mm-hmm. but ended up going with Burt Reynolds instead. Yeah. So And then kind of like a more comedic route, but Huge deal in the seventies and into the really just of all time. Richard Pryor. Oh, throw him that's on a good there. pick. Yeah, I like that. I have no problem with that. I think that's a good list. It's some names I wouldn't have thought to put on there either. So wow, look at look at us. How about our our minds and our diversity? Who did that? We're doing we're doing crazy big things. Uh, Mob, you ready yet? No, I'm gonna go last. <laughs> oh, okay. No mob. So, Kev, I guess that means you're up, pal. Yep. Uh, mine's going to be Godfather Heavy, just because I feel like that was the defining film of that era. So, mm-hmm. I had Al Pacino is my number one as well. I don't think there's too much more to say about it. Kenny said a good number. Um, that was actually the only one I was surprised didn't show up on Tom's. Yeah, you seem like an Al Pacino boy. I am. Yeah, I, I, but I feel like, sure I don't know. Good. I feel like I really overplayed the Al Pacino card during the... Uh, Build their own movie. I just want to diversify my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Sorry, Kev. Go ahead. Yeah. So you got Pacino, and then again, I'm going to follow Kenny. Kenny's lead. I'm going to take Diane Keaton. She's the defining actress of the '70s, in my opinion. Wow. I thought I'd be the only one who had Diane. No, Keaton on I there. think you got to put her in there. She was. I mean, I don't know who what the equivalent today would be, but she was the she was the it actress. I'm going to stick in. That same vein, I'm going to go Robert De Niro, the godfather, taxi driver. He did like 13 movies in the 70s. He was just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then number four, I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path here. I'm going to go with Gene Hackman. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Off the beaten path, though, I'm going to go with a different Gene, Gene Wilder. I almost put put both Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor on. Uh, Young Frankenstein, Willy Wonka, Blazing Saddles. I mean, just... Kind of, uh, he blazed a lot of trails with, especially Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. But I love Gene Wilder. He's one of my That's favorite great, all-timers. Great, so. great, great. So That's great. Out. I like that. I like that selection a lot. Well, cool. I this is all. I thought we were all just going to have the same actors over and over. So I'm really glad that so far we've been very, um, it's been very unique to see everybody's That's list. That's why I try to make just like a long list of a bunch of big-time yeah. 70s actors and actresses. Well, speaking of making lists, the, we'll get to the guy now who I guess decided to wait until we started recording to start putting names down. That's actually not accurate. I had a list. My reasoning for going last is I am 70s movies is not my bailiwick. So wow. coming up with a uh, what a word. Yeah. <laughs> bailiwick. Yeah. That sounds gross. Educate yourselves, boys. Um, okay. Well, Mob, how about you how about you? Just dazzle us yeah. with your selections. Then it's not going to happen because I feel like all the names that I would pick anyway have already been said. Because I had Al number one, Mr. Pacino. Al. Okay, because I think 
obviously, as shown by three of us, that was, and that was on my list before going through these names. But like you guys said names, and I was like, oh, haven't thought about that. Oh, haven't thought about that. Mm-hmm. I also had uh, Robert De Niro for the exact reasons that uh, Kevin said. Hard, yeah. hard to pass on Godfather and Taxi Driver in the 70s, right. in my opinion. And then, you know, these last two, I had a bunch of different names kind of written out. Not sure what I wanted to go. I wanted to put Sylvester Stallone on there just because of Rocky. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't know if that is good enough to put him up there for the 70s just because of Rocky. I had the same thought. It's and I, I Yeah, I ultimately went against it because I feel like he might be more... I might put him on my 80s. Right. And like I thought, I thought about Harrison Ford, but he's definitely more 80s. Yeah. Um, I thought Harrison yeah. Ford too for a minute. <clears throat> I, uh, I wanted to put Jack Nicholson maybe on there because Ooh. of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. He blossomed a little later too, though. Yeah. After that. Yeah. But I'm just like looking at what they did. And I mean, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Is Jack was on my list for sure. Because that's one of the better yeah. movies ever made. But then it's like Burt Reynolds has to be on there, so I went with Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt. okay. I like the pick. I like. And Burt. then the yeah. Gene Wilder pick just really blew me away, so I also want to put Gene Wilder. Okay, I like that. Okay, so, that, so that's why I wanted to go last. I'm surprised no one picked Marlon Brando a little bit. I, I put I, him I on my list, but I just and also I don't know. Robert Redford. I thought someone might pick him. I I put him on the list as well. I, I had a long list. I just if we were love, older, if we were like 60s or 70s, we someone would have picked Robert Redford. I don't love Robert Redford. Right. Whoa. I mean, yeah. Tom's an old Mom, soul. We know that. That that is offensive. Come at me, bro. I think if we were living in the 70s, Robert Redford was as influential as anybody else. Robert Redford. He just didn't have the star role Brad that Pitt some of these other dudes do. Brad Pitt. It's kind of true. So I actually. wouldn't have liked him. <laughs> I just want to say... Redford is the same in every movie. Gene Hackman was in like 20 motion pictures in the 1970s. He never took a break. Was he the Nick Cage of the 1970s? Kind of. But yeah, I mean, it was Lex, Lex Luthor, for sure. So. so, I think collectively, Pacino shows up three times mm-hmm. on our list. I think he can be Burt on Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds also throws up, shows up three times. He might have thrown up three times. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> The rest, I think those are the two that were named the most. Two mentions, we have Diane Keaton. Also, De Niro got mentioned twice. Gene Wilder got mentioned twice. Who, who do you think rounds out our collective? So we got Pacino, Burt Reynolds. I would venture to say De Niro. I'm going to fight for... I think De Niro, I mean... Yeah. I, that's who I was going to say I would fight for, because I just feel like, I don't know how you can pass up this decade and not have him listed but i don't know there's a lot of people right vito corleone right. and taxi driver i just travis bickle is that his name is that the travis character bickle? in taxi yeah driver? i think so you mm-hmm. should watch that prepare to be depressed yeah that's what i watch hear. it and then yeah. watch the joker. joker they're like the same movie and tell me the differences so we got pacino Burt reynolds and de niro who, who who would round out our collective cineboys mount rushmore I I mean, we got to have an actress in there, right? Feels like we have to, but maybe we don't. I was going to say Diane Keaton. I just, I, I think Diane Keaton holds as much clout as anybody else that we put on this list, in my opinion. I, I, I think that's highly of her. She was I, definitely a uh, dominant force in the 70s. You know who I'm surprised nobody put on their list? Hmm. 
Barbara Streisand. I I, I thought, thought about, about it, but I just don't like her movies. I just I don't know <laughs> if I've seen any of her movies. That's true. What about Faye Dunaway? Hey. Yeah, I've, I actually I thought watched, about uh, Faye Dunaway too. I also had Meryl Streep as a, as a suggestion, but I she feel like more eighties though. But yeah, she really didn't blow up more until later on. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm not going to put her on my list just because I don't like her. Meryl. Meryl can't stand her. Wait, is that real? You being serious? Yeah, that's real. I don't, like, don't like Meryl Streep. I think Meryl Streep is the for me is the actually don't female think, version of Brad Pitt. I actually think she's a little like overrated just, too, but I'm surprised to hear you yeah. say that. I'm, I'm not a, overrated. I didn't know that. I mean, don't I think like she's fine. I just don't. I'm not big into her movies. She just doesn't think, really make good movies. I, and I think she just Lately, like garners anyway. so much attention. Like Meryl Streep's in a movie. Oh, she's going to get an Oscar nominated, even if the yeah. movie sucks. And it's right. like I don't think she's that good of an actress. She's a good actress. I just don't like her. That I just much. wish she would pick better she's movies. Fine. Just pick better movies. Yeah, you, she can movies. do whatever she wants, and she's in like. That's the thing. I just feel like the movies she does are boring, and they don't really interest me. Yeah. Although doubt with she did with Philip Seymour Hoffman, that was a great movie. You know what she was actually really good in was the last season of uh, Big Little Lies. I thought she was really good. Didn't watch. Haven't seen it. If you guys, if you guys haven't seen Big Little Lies, I do recommend it. It's a pretty good show. So I actually do think Dustin Hoffman is a really interesting talking point because I think if if we just were looking at actors of the time and not talking about like what came out about him, he would probably honestly be on this list. But it's hard to overlook that stuff nowadays. Kind of, sort of. He yeah. was huge. Like he was so big. It's a big deal. That's why mm-hmm. I have him on there. I, I, you know, like I said earlier. My mindset is yeah. more like if we're just thinking about the decade in and of itself, not necessarily, you know, allegations or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, you can't ignore the fact that he was, like, one of the he, biggest actors he, he was a, of that yeah, decade. Yeah, he was, he, he was, he was big. Big deal. Yeah. Also, I'm not afraid to say it either. Dirtbag. 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 Yeah. Don't be a dirtbag. A little bit. So would, would we put Diane Keaton as our fourth? Yeah, I think that's the right choice. Yeah. Okay. So run us down real quick. So our collective. So I'll, actually, I'll just go through all of them. <laughs> okay, we got all the time in the world. So my four, I had Al Pacino, Dustin Hoffman, Diane Keaton, Burt Reynolds. P.S. Kevin, I am expecting some shitty Photoshop from you. Okay. These Mount okay. Rushmores. As soon as I can look at a screen again, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tom had Burt Reynolds, Sidney Poitier, Clint Eastwood, Richard Pryor. Um, Kevin, you had Al Pacino, Diane Keaton, Robert De Niro, and Gene Wilder. And then Mob had Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Burt Reynolds, and Gene Wilder. So a lot of a lot of overlap, which is great. I think these are all good. Uh, and then our collective was Al Pacino, Burt Reynolds, Robert De Niro, and Diane Keaton. It kind of makes me want to go watch some seventies movies today. I always want to watch some seventies movies. I would venture to the, say the seventies is the best decade for movies. Ooh, bold. I mean, I, I mean, The Godfather alone better, means yeah. is a is a big, big heavy hitter. There's so many good movies that came out that decade. That's just like I don't think you can, and that's and that's saying something because guys, I I don't know about you, but I wasn't alive during the seventies. And the fact that those movies either. still like we can recognize it, like oh yeah, they're just there's so many good movies that came out that yeah. decade. Well, I think like also because we weren't alive, the good movies are heightened. Yeah. Whereas now we can remember like Pixels came out this decade. Ugh. And so it's like <laughs> That's you, the you thing. Can't, you can't think... you can't sit here and say like, "Oh yeah, so many good movies came out" cuz we know and we've lived and we've we can tell you the bad movies yeah. that came out too. And I I feel like that's 
something That's else why point. I really enjoy watching like older movies still is because I feel like 40, 50 years ago, people made movies with like more care. And it seems like these days they're just pumping them out like every week there's a new movie and it's just like, and they're mostly not good. They might right. be entertaining, but they just don't have the same like cinematic power and effect that a lot of these older movies did I do have. think you're it's right. Too. But my argument it, to that would be is we've, people have already gone back and watched all those, so we know which ones are good so we can avoid the bad ones, whereas yeah. we're in an age where we get to decide if we want to watch it or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think without really true. knowing what it is. Like, you don't have Netflix pumping out movies in like a month. I also think it's easier to make movies yes. now. For sure. Yeah. If you think about exactly. like the process of making a movie like before like the digital age, yeah. like it was very like literally Technical. cut and paste. Yeah. Like you had to cut and paste film. Where now it's just like that's my impression of a computer. Yeah. And that's how fast it Spot is on. to make a movie. I just made a movie right there. Took me a few seconds. It's coming out soon. Sick. Kissing Booth 3. <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, great work. I think we are... Um, we have a definitive Mount Rushmore of 70s actors. And if anybody else has a... Any other group, any other pod movie podcasters, which there aren't any, don't look them up, had a Mount Rushmore, they'd be wrong. If it's not exactly that car. Yeah, we're also the first people to do a Mount Rushmore of, of stuff. No one else has done that. Right. So. Right. Not even, there's not even a Mount Rushmore of presidents yet. No. So, first Mount Rushmore. We ever. actually coined the term Mount Rushmore. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, great, guys. Appreciate all your hard work and input. I hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. You as well. That's so nice of you to say. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Now it's time for Tommy's Mailbag and Movie Anniversaries. Well, it's a cloudy day in Austin, Texas, and it's time for Tom to read the mail. That was undoubtedly the worst one. <laughs> you say that every time. Why don't you no, go back to the I used to say that every time that was the best one, but I don't. Why do I go back? I I'm an artist, man. I gotta create. This is your sophomore album, and you're having some trouble getting motivated. I was just gonna say your first intro song was like Taylor Swift's 1989, and yeah. then most intro songs since then have been this like, was like that snake reputation, uh, reputation, yeah, reputation. And... Look, I'm not here to get a bunch of critics telling me my art is trash, okay? I'm here for the freaking mailbag. Guys, it's really good to see you. Mom, Kevin, Tom, I hope everyone's well, healthy, staying safe. Yeah, but, you know, it's another week. It's time for another edition of Tommy's Mailbag and Movie Anniversaries. So, Tom, what do we got in that mailbag, you sweet, beautiful boy? We got our first question today comes from Tommy from Tallahassee. Says, wow. Tallahassee. Do you know him? I wish. So, Another alliteration. He sounds That's like wild. he's going to be a cool dude. Anyway, his question. He starts off with, so my favorite actor of all time is Nicolas Cage. I love everything he's done from The Rock to Captain Corelli's Mandolin. It's all great and good. You cannot tell me he's made a bad movie. 
Anyway, I gotta He's know. <clears throat> what actor do you think has the charisma and talent to embody the essence of the great Nick Cage in a movie about his life? It's already been done. It's yeah, Andy, Andy Samberg. Samberg. Yeah. Andy Samberg. <laughs> that's, the, that's the answer. How do I get in this movie? <laughs> well, they are making a movie about Nick Cage's life, and he's being played by Nick I Cage. Know. I can't so wait for that. So I feel like the it's a trick question. The the mm-hmm. only other one I would take is uh, Joe Exotic. Yes. Ooh. And Nicolas Cage is playing Joe Exotic. Right. You know they this? need to play each other because that's the only thing that makes sense in life. Not or, a lot of things make sense anymore. But or Andy Samberg, because he's already yeah. done it, and he's done it perfectly like a little beautiful baby boy. What else we got in that mailbag, Tom? Yeah, our uh, <clears throat> don't have a lot this week. Our last question comes to us. Oh, check it out. Danny from Detroit, baby. Mm-hmm. What the hell, man? <laughs> That's wild. Says, uh, hey, boys, what is one movie that was a critical failure but you absolutely loved? Hmm. Critical failure. Um... I would say MacGruber. I think MacGruber was one that was not only a critical failure, but also made no money, but is truly one of my favorite comedy movies. I love that. Love it. Love it. And I put Hot Rod in that same category. I was going to say Hot Rod. I love Hot Rod. Yeah. And it just didn't do well at yeah. the box office. I feel like this is where comedy shine is. Mm-hmm. They do critically terribly because critics have sticks up their butts yeah. and mm-hmm. you know people love them. So, you know what we should do? We should do a comedy movie draft. It's not a bad idea. What a crazy idea! Let's all pretend like we don't. We haven't already planned that. What? What a good idea! (laughs) What does your shirt say, Tom? All I can see is George and giant. Oh yeah, let me show this bad boy off. (laughs) The listeners are really enjoying (laughs) George Sloshington for the listeners at home. to give you guys a visual, it's a picture of George Washington wearing an American flag bandana holding a shot, and it says George Washington. And he's wearing hater nice. blockers. Yeah. It, nice. Yeah. It's, it's art. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what else we got in the mailbag? Uh, we just had those two questions this week. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Looks like we're a dying podcast. Yep. Well, if you still listen... We appreciate you, and also if you have questions or something you want to send to us, uh, podcast at gmail.com uh, is our email address, so feel free to email us or message us on Twitter and Instagram at any time, uh, and um, you know you might get on the show. So that, that's something to look forward to in your life. Tom, in that case, let's, uh, let's get into some movie anniversaries then. All right. Happy... Which is our bailiwick. This is ours. Yes. <laughs> right, we no we do this. Only ours. No one else. Uh, happy five-year anniversary to No Escape, starring Owen Wilson and Pierce Brosnan. Was that like a straight-to-DVD movie? <laughs> I think it might have been. Yeah, I've never or heard like of that. Or like Netflix or something. Never heard of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, man. That's, yeah. I've heard of it. August if you had told a... me Pierce Brosnan and Owen Wilson had done a movie together, I... <laughs> Oh, would have avoided it. Man. <laughs> it still will. What a combo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, August is uh, not a great month. We should be but, getting there uh, soon. I hope so. This August is going to be a great month. Maybe. Because theaters are opening back up, finally. And I'm going to the theater next week. Deal with it. All right. Happy 10-year anniversary to The Last Exorcism. 
I can't wait till I've seen one of these movies. It's going to be a great day. Is there anybody famous in that? I didn't. Uh, Let me check it out. I I actually I think I've seen this one. I think I've, I might. I have feel seen like it. I vaguely remember a preview or something like that for it. I, I actually think I saw this in college. Um, we were going to the movies, and one guy who really likes uh, horror movies was like, "Let's see that one." And I had nothing else to do the night that night, so I went and saw it. Was it a guy that laughs a lot? And loudly? No, it, it was Aaron Blackwell. Oh. Um, hey, Aaron. You heard it here first. Mob went to college. Yeah, that's that's the quiet flex I was... Uh, Mob did go to college. It's right. pretty sick. It had, it had Patrick Fabian in it, um, who's in uh, Better Call Saul. Um, oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it had Caleb Landry Jones. The, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the brother in Get Out. Get Out. Um. Yeah. So really star-studded. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Ashley Bell, if you've heard of her, because I haven't. Sure. So. Yeah, star-studded cast. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Good stuff. Sorry. Cool. 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 Uh, finally, happy twenty-five-year anniversary to Desperado. With uh, Antonio okay. Banderas. I've actually. Seen that's that actually movie. a good movie. So yeah. that's cool. I don't have a lot to say about it. Antonio Banderas kind of, kind of. Well, I guess he just did that movie of what? What was it? Last Fall that was nominated. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was nominated. Oh, yeah. Really nominated. For so I was just about to say year. he dropped off. Yeah, the he's year, gone. Totally. What's he doing? Just getting nominated for Oscars, Oscars and shit. I feel like he did have a string of movies that were just like the straight to video or straight to Netflix kind of thing. Not really. I like, mean, once once you star in Spy Kids, there's really nowhere to go but down. Uh, well, speaking accurate. of Spy Kids, directed by the same director as Desperado. So, Robert Rodriguez, shout out to a, a neighbor, a fellow Austinite, Robert Rodriguez. Um, I know somebody who worked on one of his sets as a caterer. So, Nice. Hey, Kenny. Wow. You, where, you could say that I'm a Hollywood insider. Where do you live? <laughs> Name drop. I live in the Hollywood of the South, Austin, Texas. Oh, nice, 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 nice. I don't think that's a, a official nickname. In fact, it I is think now. Like you heard it here first. Georgia has more in North Carolina. Anyways. Cool. Well, guys, <laughs> I what a fun little mailbag we had this morning. I hope that, first of all, um, nothing too horrible happens to any of you this week. Uh, and then secondly, like, I hope really good things happen, and I hope you guys are blessed. Nah, it's, my week's already screwed. I already jammed my finger this morning, so. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, technically, Saturday is the last day of the week on the calendar. So, so there's hope. There is hope. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. tomorrow, things begin anew. Thanks, All right. Kenny. Well, cool, guys. Um, thanks for your time. I hope you have a great day. Okay, bye. 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 See ya. That's it for this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Cineboys Podcast. And the Cineboys is part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. <laughs>